you're up next. Yeah. What are you doing for downtime? Um, I'm gonna blow up another Yurik pool entrance. Okay. Um, I forgot everything about how we were. I think doing that. I think we were running them. Because the last time I was doing them, we did them during the three-month time skip. Right. Um, And I think what we did was we ran them as little side missions where I just got... Got rep. I got rep for them. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Yeah, uh, I am okay with that. Uh, you can earn one rep. Yep, I'll just, I'm just gonna do that and take that rep in. Alright. Because, just because Ariel is like, I need to ask people for help doesn't mean that she's gonna stop vigilanteing. <laughs> right. Ariel's like, I need to stop working alone. Blows up at your pool entrance at two o'clock in the morning anyway. Mm-hmm. I think it's literally, I think it's literally the night after she and Dante go and acquire that asset too. Jesus. She's like, fuck you, Dante. Great. Alright. So, uh, that brings us back to the top of the order. Before we go into that, did you want to do something with this prisoner? We sure were going That's gonna. what we were discussing. We were discussing after uh, Ariel to do the interrogation. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it makes sense to put it here. Um, so you have one uh, Dr. David Sullivan, um, also known as Flit 416 uh, captured in one of the freezers on the boat. Presumably you have been feeding him, but... Um, Within a few days, you said you wanted to do this within a, within a few days of your mission. I mean, the next day would probably, like, we don't, we don't know where in the eating cycle is, and it's only got, like, a three-day shelf life, right? In theory, yes. So. All right. So the next day, who gathers whom? Oh boy. I feel like since it was uh Adrian's idea to take this guy, Adrian should obviously be there. Mm-hmm. Are we is okay. this in the interrogation or is this us meeting up before we go into the fridge? Okay. Before. Also, at any point, I can stop referring to it as the fridge. <laughs> that's, that's Technically, fine. there are three the, fridges. The cell isn't any better. <laughs> it's a little more honest. Ow. Uh, okay. So, everybody who wants to be there can be there. Um, what What do you discuss before you go in? Adrian kind of calls everyone together. 
Dante slurps up from the uh, bottom, like, floors of the ship, looking Jesus. haggard as fuck. Um, as a peace offering, Adrian brought Dante some espresso from Starbucks. Nice. Is anyone else there? <laughs> uh, will like Benny will be there. Yeah. Sorry. So Benny, Jude? Yeah, Jude's there. Jude comes up from the bedroom okay. probably with some, a leftover bag of Doritos from the other night. Excellent. Okay. okay. Ariel is going to stay with Kel because Ariel is like, Ariel feels like, Ariel's like, I don't really need to be here, but I will be here. But if Kel wants company, I'm going to stay with Kel instead. Okay. So Ariel is not there. Okay. So Adrian, Dante, Jude, and Benny. Dream team. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Adrian has brought coffee. Did you bring coffee for everybody or just a Dante and espresso? <laughs> Um, I mean, I'll bring coffee for everybody, um, just to be polite, but it's like, the espresso specifically is for Dante, everybody else gets just like, regular Americano, I guess, (laughs) except for Adrian, who's got a frou-frou latte. I think Dante picks up the espresso, like, kind of gives sort of like, you know, that like, like, thank you nod, you know? You know the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Slams it. Goes to the fridge. Opens the fridge. Gets out a Red Bull. Opens it. <laughs> and like um, comes see, and sits down at the table. <laughs> see, we're referring to the containment unit as the fridge. Mm-hmm. And so I'm imagining you open up the unit with the doctor in it. <laughs> grab a Red Bull from next to him. Yeah. And then slam it in his face. Yeah, like I open the fridge. and I kind of push him back in. Like when you're trying to open a door and your dog's trying to get out. Yeah. And then I take a Red Bull. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Right. <laughs> War crimes are fun. Um. So, yeah, I, I think, like, Dante settles in the table and is like... Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Um... We'll go down there. I'll get. Did uh, we get the the Yerk's name? I don't remember, frankly. Yeah, I don't remember. No, I don't think we did. I think we yeah. just got the host's name. Mm-hmm. So we'll. I'll go down there, or we'll go down there. Sorry. Uh. I'll go in. We'll get. What's his dick out of that guy's head? Um, he won't be able to communicate at that point. So I guess I'll just <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Who is this last? <laughs> it's Ptolemy. Oh, okay. oh, buddy. Um, I'll grab the form off of him. And then we'll have the convo. I'll 
act as the relay. And I think, like, Dante just sort of, like, looks at Adrian and is like, and then we're done with him. Adrian sighs really heavily and takes a sip of his coffee and then is just, like, kind of closes his eyes and says, if he's going to give us information we should at least try to make the last bits of his life not completely miserable. I mean, that's more or less what I was going to get. Uh, like, here's the, like, the long and the short of it is, if we, like, it's frankly better for us to put him out now than, like, He's chosen if he if he's cooperative, this is the best that we can give him because we can't keep him alive. He can't go back should, to the pool. Hmm? We should give him a choice whether he wants to ride it out or whether he wants to go now. OK, fair enough. I can agree with that. This is very obviously taking a toll on Adrian, by the way, like his hand is probably shaking a little bit. All right. Weren't you in the room when you guys killed the one inside of Max's head? Is that an in-character question? Um. Uh, answer me out of out out of character while I decide that. <laughs> um. Yes, he was, mm -hmm. but that was different because that was an actively hostile Yerk mm -hmm. and not somebody who's potentially going to help us. Like, that was an enemy combatant. This is a prisoner of war okay. kind of deal. Fair. Um, <laughs> they've technically all been prisoners of war when you keep them for more than one day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know. knows that. Yeah. Um, and so I think Dante, like, notices you doing that and is just like, wait, have we killed two or three Yerks? We've killed three technically okay we've like ones that we've we've captured two, two. okay two three total <laughs> um actually more than that but anyways uh well yeah well and then there were the two hork bajir that we killed when we rescued kel yeah so um, and also however many we killed on the bleacher. Anyways. Um. I think Dante's like, listen. I know it's rough. It's a weird thing. To. Settle away. But. We've done this before. And just because he's giving us information doesn't mean that he's on our side. I get it. I just. And also, we just we can't keep him alive. 
I know. Yeah. He knew that. Listen, all I'm saying is the enemy of my enemy is probably friendly to me, so we should try to be... I don't know. Let's let's just get this over with. Fair. Just... <laughs> Vinny has been not said a word through this whole thing and has just been leaning against the wall staring at the floor. I should infest the host afterwards and see what he knows. We'll see if he's... Jesus <laughs> Christ. Hate that, actually. What the fuck? If... <laughs> if the doctor... We should see if the doctor is friendly before we do that. We we shouldn't go taking away somebody's free will. Not like that. Can we talk to the doctor? Can we talk to the doctor while the Yerk's still in there? Like, that's that would be one an important show of solidarity. Theoretically, yes, that is possible. Doctor's not going to be able to respond, but listen, I'm really good at reading people. I can tell if he's lying. If we ask questions and he gets squirrely, we'll know. I'll know. You'll know, but will we know? <laughs> I'll tell you. Listen, how about I go in... I'm a lion, so I can make sure that things don't go completely tits up. Ah, uh, yes. And <laughs> the logic we've come to know and love. And I can thought speak to you whether they're lying or not, and they don't have to know that I can tell. <laughs> I'm resisting the urge to make a lion, but in this fair you can tell if they're lying or not, Adrian. The um uh, Dante would not say that. He's sakes. very yeah. I think you have to give back an experience I, I that do. you've earned yeah, I'll from take your it. vice. It's fine, that seems fair. <laughs> <laughs> um But uh I think uh Dante sort of like like nods, gets up. Uh, still drinking as a Red Bull. Uh, <laughs> um, and sort of quips like, well, are you afraid I can't, I can't take care of myself? Uh, and starts moving toward the, the, the fridge. Uh, hey, Dante? Mm. Yeah. You're a person. Hmm? You're a person. Uh... Dante sort of stops and thinks for seconds, like, still to be seen, and heads downstairs. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Jude will look at Adrian like, well, lions travel in packs, right? Adrian kind of smiles and... I think they're prides. <laughs> <sighs> Can I pour the scolding hot espresso on... Uh, fucking Dante. <laughs> Poured on Brian. That Brian was making that quid. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know if that was Dante hollering up the stairs. No. Like, technically, uh... <laughs> Adrian just kind of, like, nods and smiles a little, uh, but doesn't say anything while he starts, like, taking off his clothes so he can morph. <laughs> hey, soldier. Listen. Just, just, uh... 
<laughs> I out of character, August figures we've morphed around each other plenty of times, so there's probably no like shame in like being in your underoos in front of you know the rest of the gang. This is just normal now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's not a come on or anything. It's just like okay, let's get to work. Also, like speaking as an athlete and a track athlete at that, like. When you spend as much time in locker rooms training in the middle of summer, you just, like, you lose all... When you're, like, you're wearing, like, fucking nothing as a as a track athlete. Like, all the time. Because Dude. you're basically, like, the boys are always shirtless. Girls are basically just in a sports bra and shorts. Because that's the only way that you can cool off. Um, so this is also definitely just an athlete thing straight up. Dude, I, I was in marching band and I learned how to change my pants without taking my pants off while on a bus. And I don't understand how that happened. (laughs) I would love to know how to do that, TBH. Ask high school me. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, let's get on with it. Yeah, Jude will transform into a lion. Okay, Jude and Adrian are lions. Dante is a person. They've seen our faces. That's what he said. I mean, they've seen. I, I plan to grab this yerk form. That was my original plan, but we seem to be doing something slightly different, mm-hmm. which I'm fine I mean, with. You can probably still get it if yeah. you, Brian, really want it. But he's seen my face already, so fuck it. Okay, uh, Benny. Uh, Benny is going to take the form of the random human he required, acquired for the rescue. Gotcha. Okay. You mean the consenting adult, right? <laughs> the random person I touched walking down the street, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have a conversation about consent later, kids. Uh, yeah, so you when you open up the freezer door, uh, Dr. Sullivan is... Sitting tied up to the chair, uh, seems relatively relaxed. Um, and he just kind of looks up when you enter. How you doing? <laughs> he shrugs <laughs> a shoulder. You hungry? You need water or anything? Water would be great. Uh, Dante goes and grabs him a glass of water and drags another chair. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, just, like, full intimidation mode, just dragging a metal chair across the metal floors of the boat. Mm -hmm. Um, Jude in lion mode is covering his ears, like, damn it, my (laughs) hearing is fucking elevated, what the fuck, dude? Um, I think he sets the chair across from the person, uh... Hands the glass to Benny for just a moment because I'm just going to untie him. Fuck it. I've got two lions in here. What's he going to fucking do? Uh, <laughs> Hello, um, I'm one of those. Waves paw. Yeah, exactly. Uh, untie him and then hand the water to him and sit down in the chair across from, from him. Mm-hmm. And be like. So. We have. A few questions. Okay. First, we would like kind of a a show of good faith. We would like to talk to the doctor directly. Why? 
we want to check on him. We want to make sure that he's okay. We want to see his condition. We want to see that you're playing ball, frankly. He seems to consider this for a moment. Uh, and then he drops the glass. Um, because it seems like he can't hold on to it anymore. I thought uh, thought speak to the doctor. Um, God, how do I phrase this? Or how would Adrian phrase this? What's up, it's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a lion, so this is weird, but... <laughs> Hey, I'm a lion. <laughs> and I also just met yeah. you. It's, I don't, I can't figure out how Adrian would phrase it, but it's basically just like asking if he knows about and is okay with his controller. Uh, it seems to take him a significant amount of effort to string words together. Uh, but eventually, uh, eventually he uh, says, Yes, I'm aware of him. I have two questions. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you want him in there, Doc? Uh, is one. Yeah. He, he can't get his hands to stop shaking. Um, and he says no. Okay. And I'm assuming he's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. How long has he been in there? Is that why you're like this? Gestures with lion paw? <laughs> uh. Dante will do the hand gesture for you if you want. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> um. Yes. And almost a year, maybe more. Yeah, I think that Adrian's just going to kind of like sit down and to everyone who's not... Uh, Dr. Sullivan and his controller, Adrian, says, All right, I'll let you know if anything either of them says is a lie. And Jude is going to thought speak to Adrian like he doesn't want that thing in there. No, he doesn't. I don't know if that's good or bad for us, but... 
I mean, it's not staying in there. Well, one way or another, it's not. But at least we know it's not like Alma, where they were friends. Yeah. That's that's one thing I wanted to make sure of before I pass my judgment. And he doesn't want it in there. And that's, if I take nothing else from this encounter, that's what I'm taking. Uh, Dr. Sullivan's hands stop shaking and he sits up a little straighter. And he looks at you, Dante. Appreciated. What were you in for? Treason against the Empire. I mean, that's going around. What sort of treason? Come on, don't be shy. Give us the goods. <laughs> uh, he kind of gives you like a side eye, like he's judging how much he wants to say. Um, and he says... Poisoning subvisors. Ooh. Thank you for doing some of our work for us. <laughs> we really were focused on a specific subvisor, but I appreciate the uh, the broad scope. What are you? Can I uh, can I consult Andalite Wikipedia quickly? Sure. What is there like known poisons for Yerks like? Uh, I mean, I guess them, they 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 they're you know susceptible to you know stuff, but like right. The Andalites do not know of any poisons that affect the Yerks, but not their hosts. Okay. All right. What were you poisoning them with? Uh. He smiles a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it's not gonna be that easy. <laughs> uh, and what does he say? Um, I know it ain't oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just, I was part of research and development under Subvisor 7. Uh, he says the name extremely derisively. Um, As he should. And we found a couple of things. Ah. Oh. Gosh, I love secrets. Our, we're really good at keeping them too. Our group keeps them from each other all the time. Yeah, we're we're basically <laughs> we're basically like the gold medal team for secret keeping. Adrian thinking about the secret about Alma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Look, Jude saw that happen. Yeah, he shrugs um, and says. 
I'm not really certain how much I want to be telling you. Um, I think Dante glances over at Adrian and then like back over uh, and is like, listen, the long and the short of it is we've got you here. Uh, We've done this before, buddy. Yeah, this isn't our first rodeo. We know that you're on a timetable. He smiles. How badly do you want to make subvisors suffer? I got a significant amount of revenge before I got captured. We can be the gift that keeps on giving even after you're gone. Yeah. Let us be your legacy to carry on to the future. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he smiles again. Can slash should I roll this way? Um. Roll controlled limited sway. Uh, um, I have an ability that lets me um, increase my effect when negotiating with uh, an enemy. Mm-hmm. And okay, uh, so I want to standard. help. Okay. Uh, what do so you take need? Take a stress. Yeah. What do you need, Adrian? Do you want dice or do you want better something else? Uh, I want dice because that'll give me three d six. Um, because okay. I've got standard effect, so I feel like that's reasonable. Okay, go for it. Oh, I can't look. Boom. Oh, nice. shit. It's a six. Yes. It's the Dante uh, dice, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looks over at the lion that is you, Adrian. Um, and oh, he knows which one of us it is. There is a little bit of directionality to thought speak. Oh, okay. he's he's making an educated guess. Um, gotcha. There is okay. he's got a fifty fifty um, chance. He's also the one I looked like like we've we've been giving like away some clues about who's talking and when I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he crosses his legs and leans back in his chair as he looks at you, Adrian. Uh and he says, you humans have such a wide range of foods here on this planet. It's frankly incredible. Uh, Especially having spent so much time around taxons who just eat anything that moves and hork who eat bark. But humans have just an amazing variety of all kinds of foods. Have you ever tried a Cinnabon? They're amazing. I digress. Did you know that there is a certain flavor of oatmeal 
that when eaten by a controller will make it so that the Yerk no longer needs Candrona. Is this no longer needs Candrona because the oatmeal replaces it? Or is this no longer needs Candrona because the Yerk is dead? The Yerk doesn't die. Is there a type of this oatmeal that has positive effects and not negative ones? <laughs> From whose perspective? I would assume from the consumer. I'm thinking about marketing here. Like, we can't just... I mean, you. this is America. We can sell poison to people if we want to, but... <laughs> It was a significant point of contention between myself and Subvisor 7 as to whether that were the case. And up until the point I left the Empire, I had worked for months and had not found one. But you're a smart and clever guy, I imagine. Yes. Huh. So what's the what's the secret sauce? Is it like strawberries and cream? Cookies and cream? Peaches and cream? Cream? <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to feed them cream? <laughs> I realized I could just keep that that bit going, so I just kind of went with it. Also, uh, can I consult Wikipedia real fast? Sure. Uh, how much does the host know after the the yerk is out? What do you mean? Like, would the host have like exact? knowledge of every single thing that happened while they were uh, being controlled or do they, is it more fuzzy or do they remember nothing? Oh, our hosts are perfectly aware if they want to be. I guess that was a question to ask the other dude when he was here. <laughs> well, I mean, you I mean, can ask Max. Yeah. Max would have told you like the host is present and awake the whole time. Uh, the host can't read the yerk's thoughts like the yerk can read the host's thoughts mm -hmm. but they still experience everything that happens while they're infested okay so it's whether they repress that or not yeah or how much attention they pay to it um that's fair okay i that helps mm -hmm. okay Uh, he Adrian thought speaks to the rest of uh, the crew 
Well, we can always try to get a bunch of boxes of the variety packs and dump them in <laughs> the Yerk pools. <sighs> Jude thinks back like, are we seriously fighting a war <laughs> with an enemy that can be defeated by breakfast? <laughs> what the fuck is this world? <laughs> Dante Dante thinks back like, didn't you read War of the Worlds in high school? Um, and No, I barely fucking graduated high school. <laughs> I was a bad student. <laughs> uh, I think Dante like grabs like still kind of sitting in the chair like grabs his chair and scoots up to basically to where like the front of his chair is almost touching um homie's legs mm-hmm. right and like dante's like up on him right mm-hmm. and like leans forward and is like listen we can work together you're one of many And you're not, no offense, you're not the big fish in the pond that we're after. So let's do some quid pro quo. You give us some information, we get you your preferred type of breakfast cereal. Um, (laughs) Oatmeal's technically cereal. Uh, It's cereal grain. Uh, <laughs> Jude the lion is doing a down dog with his head in his hands, mm-hmm. just like, what the fuck is this world? Yeah. <laughs> we come to some sort of agreement. This doesn't have to be hard. You're not who we're after. Uh, and I guess I'm going to roll deceive on that because Dante's lying. Mm-hmm. I was hoping. <laughs> Adrian, Dante's lying. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> mm-hmm. Does anybody want to help me deceive this? Is your command? Uh, yeah, I can help okay. you. <laughs> what's our um, um? So what's my positioning here? Controlled, limited again. Okay. I have one dice in this deceive. Should I bump uh, this up to standard I'll... effect or get an extra dice? Uh, Probably extra dice? I don't know. That would be my thought. Okay. All right. Let's rumble. I don't even know how Jude is helping you. But... Uh... <laughs> yeah, Jude the lion will straighten back up and look more friendly. It's like... Exactly, we're... <laughs> Bad cop, good lion, got it. <laughs> <laughs> we're partners in this whole thing, right? <laughs> You're helping, right? <laughs> yes, you're just trying to be convincing and friendly as opposed to openly hostile against these things he hates. Mm-hmm. Alright, that's a failure. It was a failure. Uh, what specifically was the lie that you were telling? Oh, that I mean, I'm going to keep him alive. Okay. <laughs> um, he smiles again. Uh, and says, that won't be necessary. Uh, 
whatever's about to happen, you better resist it. <laughs> I feel badly about what ha- what is happening right now. Uh, and then he says... He bites into a fake molar full of oatmeal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, that would be too convenient, because yeah. then we could just figure out what kind of oatmeal it was. You're in a controlled position. Um What? Okay, what does he want most here? To probably not to be in this freezer. I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, on one hand, he's trapped word. in the freezer. On the other hand, he's not trapped on the blade ship. Right. We need something from him. So he's he's got more he's got way more leverage here than he does back on the blade ship or out on the street. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, he also has uh ace in his sleeve that y'all haven't cottoned on to yet. Yeah, I I know. (laughs) I know he has his ace, I just don't know where it is. (laughs) Uh, Also, um, the implication of this, like, oatmeal thing is that it's not the oatmeal. Because if it was the oatmeal, it would be regardless. So there's an ingredient out there. Mm -hmm. Um... Which I guess is the important part. But also, like, can his host even live without him in there? Uh, so I think... I think the consequence here, Dante, is that he's not going to play ball with you. Okay. Um, he looks at Adrian. Uh, and says... It's the maple and ginger oatmeal, specifically, that creates... That's that's a disgusting flavor combination. (laughs) Uh, That creates the, well, particular side effects. It's what I've been using. Is he lying? No. Adrian nods. Is there anyone in particular that you wanted to introduce this flavor combination to? Um... He shrugs. Uh, was mostly using it pretty indiscriminately. <coughs> See, the thing is, when you fail sub viscer seven or viscer three, he tends to be. Well, let's just say he didn't win any boss of the year awards. I got out to save my own skin. And decided that I didn't want to have to live on the run 
for the rest of my life. So decided I could maybe try to figure something out to weaken the empire. There wasn't a whole lot of thought behind it, to be honest. Then why not throw in oh. with the peace movement? Uh, he sneers. We have differences of opinion. Right. But you have the ultimate propaganda piece. You've got the thing that frees... <laughs> like, Dante, like, rubbing his, 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 like, temples. Like, listen, I you seem like, um... Like, a, a smart... Slug. <laughs> In a smart person. God. You have the thing that amplifies the peace movement to do the most damage that they possibly can to the empire in your pocket so you don't go to them to go play fucking ball you give them the tool they can be they can give to all of the disaffected motherfuckers because because you're not the only mother like all of you hate your fucking subvisors and your viscer the only thing they have over you is that you need to fucking eat i don't think the peace movement would want to do this. And Adrian's uh, Adrian's basing this on like his experiences with Alma. Um so yeah. Uh he puts a finger on his nose and points at Adrian. Peace doesn't generally equal genocide. No, see the Yerk peace movement's goal at the end of all this is to just live in their pools forever. Hey, I know some people like that, you know. Simple life. <laughs> I, th I think... Don't know why people have pools in Boston. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think Adrian thought speaks directly to Dante and is just like, he gave us what we want. Let's just ask him what he wants and see if we can make him comfortable. No, oh, why did he give us um, that information? Yeah, huh? actually, sorry, uh, it would have been to to Jude and Benny too. Um, okay. On okay. second thought, so. Uh, and then I think. Damn it! Me, the player, is leery of this, but me, the fucking character um what is this guy i no have forgotten who this doctor's name is uh david sullivan sullivan okay um i think uh um i think dante's like he didn't he's not he doesn't seem too terribly fussed about making david sullivan comfortable We're better than them. 
oh, is this a three strikes and like three starvations and we're out sort of situation? Yeah, we weren't necessarily like hospitable to the others. I mean, they were not hospitable to us, but. But we're better than them. I'm just saying we have the option to give them a give him and the doctor <laughs> just four a choice. People sitting silently across from this guy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Jude might thought speak to the guy. Like, why? Why tell us all that when you know you're not making it out of here? He smiles. We're fucked. <laughs> You keep not asking the right questions, is the thing. The yeah, problem, we're real good at that. <laughs> the problem with maple and ginger oatmeal is that it makes it so that the Yurk no longer needs Candrona. Ever. But the Yurk goes insane. So, the hosts are just stuck with a crazed Yurk. We excel in getting them out. Say again? We excel in getting them out. We've done it before. You're not understanding. No, probably not. No, he's... (laughs) (laughs) I think Dante, like, leans back in the chair like, no, what he's saying is, he doesn't need it anymore. We're not not starving him out of here, are we? Well, get the knife. (laughs) And I think Dante, like, reaches forward and, like, grabs him by the fucking front of the collar, like, pulls him forward. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Dante, that's a person. Mm -hmm. Jude thought speaks to you. Um. Uh. Quick, quick, uh, and, like, Wikipedia reference, please. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens when two Yerks are in some si- inside somebody's head? God damn it. Can they, like, fight for dominance? Uh, no. Probably the host dies because of the increased pressure to the brain. Damn. <laughs> so the Yerks are, like, living basically on top of some, like, there's, like, a slug just kind of sitting between their skull and their brain, right? It is uh, seeped into all of the folds and crevices of the brain, but yes. Mm. Anyone here a doctor? I'm going to lock you in this goddamn room until you're ready to come out. If I have to cut this guy's head open and pull him out of there, pull you out of him, I will. Because we have ways of keeping him alive. And I will relish putting you on a fishbowl on my fucking shelf for the rest of forever. <laughs> <laughs>